Hey everyone, welcome to Love or Obsession. I'm Queen, the host. I've been very tired and fatigued lately, y'all. I've just been focusing on feeling better. I haven't thought much about no banter. Usually when I do my little talks before I get into the story, it's something that I'd have thought about all week or something that I've wanted to say and really get up off my chest. But this week, y'all, I'm just happy to be here. And that's all I'm going to say about that. Um, but yeah, Ronetta is my real sister. Same mother, different father. Any problems, dog, no, I got her. Um, we don't say that half-sister stuff. We sisters, period. Um, in the spirit of love or obsession and Mother's Day is next Sunday. It's coming up. The story I'm telling is about um, Gypsy Rose Blanchard and the murder of her mother, Claudine. Dee Dee Blanchard. Um, I can't believe this story. And once again, you guys, I'm late to the party. Um, my sister brought this story to my attention. And it was a huge story, you know, when the shit hit the fan. But I never knew about it. Gypsy Rose is a cool name. I want to put that out there also. Um, this story is really heartbreaking. And it's truly a tragedy because to me, everyone involved, is or was you know a victim both mom and daughter were what was referred to as actors they had a tv show called gypsy's revenge and everything i talk about if y'all you know interested enough to look deeper into it i would suggest that you guys look into this story um you won't have to look very far because there's so many so many articles and documentaries about this story. Like I said, I never knew um, this mom and daughter duo was featured on Dr. Phil. It's like a four-part ABC 2020 documentary about it. Um, <laughs> I have a hard time myself believing these stories, you guys. So if you ever want to, you know, research the authenticity of the stories that I tell... You guys can just look into it deeper, and if it ain't real, you just tell me, like, Queen, girl, that story you told, that is not no fucking true crime. Like, it was totally fabricated because we focusing on true crime, like, events that actually happened. But like I said, the shit be so unreal, it'd be hard for even me to believe. So if you question it and you want to look for yourself, please do so. Tell me what you find because it's so much. Um this is a big, big world out here, you guys. A big world beyond the big world that you think you're living in already. So we go be open and be kind. That's what we go do for one another. This story has so much. Um, I guess I'll just start from the beginning. Claudine Petrie, born May 3rd, 1967. She was born in Taurus season and was murdered in Gemini season. Um, she was from Chack Bay, Louisiana. She had a pageantry, pageantry, tree, pageantry. <laughs> she had a pageantry background. Um, she had a background as a nurse's aide also. She met a man named Rob Blanchard. They got married and had a baby girl named Gypsy Rose Blanchard. And that do sound like a rock star name, too. I think her dad said that um, the Rose came from his favorite rock band at the time, which was Guns N' Roses. Is that a rock band? I know I know they play instrument. Okay, moving forward. <clears throat> so Gypsy Rose Blanchard was born July 27, 1991. 
the relationship with Rod and Dee Dee didn't work out. And that's the name that Claudine went by, Dee Dee. So from here on out, I'm going to be referring to Gypsy's mom as Dee Dee. Um, so that left mom and daughter on their own. When the relationship between Dee Dee and Rod didn't work out, that left mom and daughter on their own. Now, Gypsy was a sickly child. It started with sleep apnea um, as a baby. And by the age of eight, Gypsy was suffering from leukemia, muscular dystrophy, dystrophy, dystrophy. Y'all, I cannot pronounce that word. It looked like dystrophy. <laughs> That's probably how you pronounce it, dystrophy, dystrophy. Um, but... Which it caused her to be confined to a wheelchair and it required her to have a feeding tube. And now that muscular dystrophy condition, that was something very painful because she got surgery behind that. And I was looking at the interview with her and Dr. Phil and he was just describing like doing that surgery, they got to take a piece of your muscle. And he just basically put emphasis on how painful that that surgery is and Gypsy agreed herself that it was a very painful procedure. Um, it was also said that Gypsy had asthma and um, in the mental capacity of a seven-year-old due to brain damage from being premature. Um, so there was a lot going on with Gypsy from birth starting with sleep apnea. Um, Dee Dee was described as a dedicated mother and a good mother, as Gypsy was her entire life. Um, in a world full of clutter and chaos, one thing she kept in order was the medication and the needs of her child. Now, Gypsy's dad, Rod, was, wasn't as active as he could have been, um, or he was just as active as Dee Dee allowed him to be, because she was very protective of Gypsy. Rod even thought that Dee Dee was doing a great job with Gypsy, considering all her health care needs. Um, and that's what you will find a lot in this story, how everybody just talks about how great of a mom Dee Dee was. And Dee Dee and Gypsy was displaced victims of Hurricane Katrina. The mother-daughter received assistance from organizations like Habitat for Habitat for Humanity, um, who built them a new home in Missouri. So when they relocated from Louisiana, they went to Missouri. Um, they received donations and assistance from Children's Mercy Hospital, Ronald McDonald House, and Make-A-Wish Foundation. Um, it was safe to say that everyone loved and admired Didi for being that mom on her own that was with Gypsy through every illness, every surgery, the leukemia, <coughs> The muscle biopsy, which was said to be very painful, um, like I said before, the love, support, and sympathy that was bestowed upon Didi and Gypsy is what community and neighbors is all about, you know. So on June 14, 2015, when Didi's body was found face down in bed, dead from multiple stab wounds, um, it was uncovered that Didi was laying there deceased for a couple of days. So it was just like a big shock to everybody that knew Didi and Gypsy, like who would want to do this to this very loving and caring mother. People close to them was worried because Gypsy was missing. Didi's special needs, mentally disabled daughter was missing from the scene. Gypsy's wheelchair was present, but Gypsy was nowhere in sight. Gypsy and Didi had a shared Facebook page. A close neighbor woke up to a post from that shared Facebook page saying that that bitch is dead. 
And so that really raised alarms. Um, so it was a hunt because everybody was thinking like Gypsy special need. There's some foul play going on in the death of her mother. Like where's Gypsy? She has to be found because more than likely she's in trouble as well. Okay, so Gypsy was found the next day on June 15th in Wisconsin where she traveled with her boyfriend, Nicholas Godajan. Um, she met Nicholas online for three years they was talking. Nicholas killed Didi. The only, info, the only information that I got on Nicholas Godajan um, was that he was from Big B in Wisconsin. Um, I didn't even find his birthday. But I do have to say that I feel bad for Nicholas. Um, everyone knows that he was manipulated. Um, yeah, he made a choice, and he and he chose wrong. But he was used as a pawn in Didi and Gypsy. Dip. <laughs> I was about to say Dipsy, like um the Teletubbies, Tinky Winky. Dipsy, <laughs> la la. But every time I say Gypsy, I was about to say Dipsy. But I just said that Nicholas was Nicholas was used as a pawn in Didi and Gypsy's, you know, sicko plans. And one thing about Nick that I seen from I'm talking about Nick. I'm nicknaming him man Nicholas that I seen from a lot of the interviews, and he was quiet for a while, and he wasn't even really trying to say what was going on, but Gypsy was telling the story, and she was talking so much, and he said that Gypsy was talking so much, and including him and in the things that she was saying that he had to come out and speak about it, but he never really said anything too, you know, crazy or nothing really against Gypsy, because you can tell that he really, really, really loved that lady, um, but yeah, it turns out that Gypsy was not ill at all, not even a little bit. She said that the only problem she ever had health-wise was a lazy eye that was only lazy sometimes. She knew her mother was full of shit by convincing the world that she was sick. She said herself that she really thought that she had leukemia. That was an illness that she thought that was serious. Like, aside from all the other things that her mother was saying was going on with her, she's confined to the wheelchair she needs to feed into. And by the way, she really had surgery to get a feeding tube inserted. And she didn't need that at all. And Dr. Phil, he put a lot of, you know, cast a lot of worry over her when he was like, just imagine it. What was your mom really putting into that feeding tube? And I was just like, whoa, Dr. Phil, stick that knife in and turn it. Why don't you? Um, but, yeah. Her head was bald, and that was only because Diddy just shaved it off. Um, so she didn't suffer from leukemia, sleep apnea, asthma, muscular um, dystrophy. Um, she didn't need the muscle biopsy. None of it was all fake. Um, everything. So everything that was going on with Gypsy was fake. Um, no illness at all, but. Taking unnecessary medicine and having unnecessary surgery was very real. One medicine Gypsy took and didn't need rotted her teeth out. So Didi had Gypsy taking some medicine that she didn't need and the medicine actually rotted her teeth out. Um, it's a wonder she didn't die, um, you guys, Gypsy I'm talking about. Now, why would, and, and, and I bet you guys wondering, like, why would her mother do such a thing? 
Well, on top of being the mother scammer, like the OG scammer of the world, like Diddy Blanchard is the OG scammer of the goddamn world. But it's it's not funny, though, because Gypsy wasn't sick, but Diddy was very much so. Um, she suffered from a condition called Munchausen syndrome by proxy, which is a mental health problem in which a caregiver makes up or causes an illness or injury in a person under his or her care and is looked as if it's looked at as a form of child abuse or elder abuse. So with this Munchausen syndrome by proxy disease, it's just basically a disease where the caregiver creates an illness inside the person that they're taking care of, creates an illness or causes this person to be sick just so they can receive the sympathy of being that caregiver. And um, that that's sound like a real mental condition. Um, and like I said, it's looked at as a form of child abuse. Um, I would say that Gypsy was real strong in the mind. She had to play a role that could have easily made her lose it. But she had to keep a grip on reality to escape her mother. Um, form of abuse, which was, which was strong and scary because it seemed like she was very very unpredictable um Didi was many people ask gypsy like why she never just stood up to blow the you know blow the um uh, blow her mom's scam like all she could have did was just stood up and because she could walk just fine like no limp or nothing i walk with a limp because my nuts have it and I like it from the back, so hold your butt steady. Okay, that's that ju juvenile, you guys. And that was real inappropriate for this story. But Gypsy didn't walk with a limp or anything. And she was confined to a wheelchair for years playing a role. It seemed like Gypsy and Didi was... Didi was trying to deceive each other because Rod Blanchard, Gypsy's dad, recalled a time when he called to wish Gypsy a happy 18th birthday, and Didi wanted to keep the fact that Gypsy was 18 on the low, saying that Gypsy thought that she was 14. So she was just basically quoted saying like, "Don't, don't tell her it's her 18th birthday. She thinks she's 14." So I feel like Gypsy knew that she was 18 on her 18th birthday. It seemed like the mom and daughter were shaking bake like best friends. And Gypsy knew what her mother was doing and she knew that what her mother was doing was wrong. But she wasn't going to put her on blast because of it. Um, Gypsy said that the problem came when she got curious about outside. When she started to wonder about life outside the pink house that they lived in. She didn't want to fake and pretend all her life. And Didi wasn't going out like like that. Instead of losing her grip, she doubled down on Gypsy and, lo and locked Gypsy down. So, a Gypsy caught... She courted Nicholas for three years before she felt comfortable presenting her plan to him of killing her mom um, for their love. One thing that everyone can agree on was that Didi was a good mother. Nicholas even said it. He said he only killed her for Gypsy and for, for their love, for the love of them too. One thing that he... One thing that got me about Gypsy was her baby voice. <laughs> 
That voice, and, and she wouldn't have made it in my childhood home. My sister hated, hated baby talk. That's what she used to call baby. <laughs> and I, she used to accuse me of doing baby talk all the time. So the way Gypsy voice sounded, I know she would have got picked on a lot in the crib. Um, Nicholas was charged with Dee Dee's murder um, and is serving a life and in serving life in prison, Gypsy was charged with second-degree second murder because it was all her plan. Uh, she just didn't carry out the act. She got a 10-year sentence and, of course, don't want nothing to do with Nicholas. Are you surprised? Um, this whole story was tragic and filled with mental illness, you guys. Um, thank you guys for listening, and I will be back next Tuesday with another episode, with another story. Um, look for me at Love or Obsession Podcast on Instagram. You can send all messages and suggestions to Love or Obsession Podcast at gmail.com. Um, whatever you guys want to talk to me about, if you want to suggest any stories, like I just said, just email me. It's Queen. I love you guys. Peace out.